Hey guys, welcome to episode eight of the Daily Diesel Show. Can you, can you believe it's been over a week already? It's pretty cool. I guess technically a week and a half. Hope you guys have an awesome Friday, um, or if uh, or if it's just morning time for you. Like I said, I'm trying to post these around like 8 a.m. Eastern time. So if it's something that you happen to enjoy listening to on your way to work, uh, you have something to listen to. Today's show, I'm just going to cover uh, what what like the beginning step should be if you're starting out with a stock truck, or if you're starting out with a truck that has like very mild modifications, and you're looking to uh, you're looking to kind of start over. And specifically, we're going to be covering Super Duty Seven Three trucks, so 1999 to 2003 trucks, and this will include uh, early 99s also because mostly they're the same. About, like I think it was around 65 percent. It was, it was the, like the, the definitely the, the most uh, request that I got uh, the last couple of years on our build plans um, is guys that are starting out in, in that position. You're like, I have a stock truck right now, and I just want to make a little more power. Um, or guys that say I have a bone stock truck right now, and I want to make you know 500 horsepower because you're just not sure yet. Like that happens a lot, um, but but basically starting with trucks that are bone stock, and so what those conversations usually end up looking like um, is uh, we usually are going to skip a conversation about what like turbo and injectors it takes to make the power goal, mainly because like a lot of times you don't like you're you're coming into the conversation with a uh, like a wrong expectation for what the truck can do for you uh, or. Uh, or you just don't know yet, but like, like it's very common to see guys that have a bone stock truck that are asking to make whatever, like I said, 450, 500 horsepower with no idea what that actually looks like. And the, and the consequences of those things. And we've talked about this a lot. This isn't new to you, but I want to talk about like what it is that we start with. So what we start with and what I always recommend is, um, if you, if you're, if your truck is functional right now, like if you don't, like if you're not looking to upgrade it because your injectors are totally shot, like the truck isn't broken down, then usually the best step if you're starting from stock is to start with tuning and uh, gauges or a monitor. Now, the reason for this is like, like don't, don't talk about injectors. Don't talk about what turbo makes sense. Start with tuning. And the reason is because if you don't, if you don't know what the truck is going to be like when you say have another 50 or 80 or a hundred horsepower, uh, than what it has now, uh, it's very difficult to grasp what the truck could be like with another 200 or 300 horsepower over what it has now. And so starting with a stock truck, moving into tuning, is not a waste of money. Like use a PHP Hydra, so more specifically a PHP Hydra, because that chip, the, the the standard tunes from PHP that come with the chip, are a great way to go. They work fine on stock trucks. There's not a ton of need to pay for custom tuning, and that chip will follow you no matter what you do to the truck later. Unlike every other truck or every other chip for these trucks, um, every chip or programmer, um, it is user programmable. So 
meaning you can get tuning from a tuning company and load it on the chip yourself. You can get it sent to you by email. You don't have to send the chip in to be burned like you do with TSs or revolvers or arachnids. Uh, and unlike pr most programmers, SCTs or edges or whatever, every uh, nearly, as far as I know, every company who writes custom tunes for 7.3s writes them for the PHP Hydra. So it's the most supported, the fastest and easiest to change files on, holds the most, has the most positions uh, to load tunes into, um, and the library of tunes that comes with it when you when you buy the chip are great for stock trucks. So the beauty of starting with just a chip and not even bothering talking about injectors yet is uh, one, you'll be able to run that, let's just say starting with a chip and gauges in a monitor is uh, that we will be able to push the truck as far as we can and get an idea of one, the health of the truck. So a very important component is that the that your truck is able to maintain injection control pressure. And now really commonly, um, you know, we'll see, especially high mileage trucks uh, running tuning, if you run somewhat of a hot tune, the truck isn't going to be able to maintain injection pressure. Um, and this can be a matter of the high pressure oil pump itself being weak, or it could be a matter of the injectors leaking internally because they do, especially on high mileage trucks. Um, but regardless, if you have major injection control pressure issues, so like if you're not able to run in the hottest tune that you want to run to make the most amount of power that you want to make on the current setup that you have, if you cannot maintain a, like 2,800 to 3,000 PSI in that, in that situation, then you probably need a high-pressure oil pump. Uh, I'll try to keep this simple and not, not take too many rabbit trails, but one thing I will say is when it comes to injection control pressure, there's two things you want to look at. There, there's the uh, ICP, so the, the actual pressure, the injection control pressure, and then the uh, IPR duty cycle. Now, it gets asked all the time, well, what is the right pressure? What is a good pressure? What are values I should be looking for? And that's complicated to answer because it's a variable. It depends on a lot of factors. Depends on, uh, you know, RPM. Depends on oil temp. Depends on um, how far you're in the pedal. And more, and then all of those things kind of combined. So the best way to test it is that most tuning companies are going to command 2,800 to 3,000 PSI at wide open throttle and most of their tunes. And so if you can put the truck, like I said, in the, the highest load, so the hottest tune you want to put, you want to run the truck in and you can go wide open throttle and the truck isn't able to maintain injection pressure. So you, let's say you're at 2,200 PSI, which is terrible, by the way, that's really bad. Um, you can see what IPR duty cycle is. If IPR duty cycle is anything over like 40, 45%, um, then, then, then you need a pump. You probably need injectors too, if you have high mileage, but you, but you definitely need a high pressure oil pump upgrade or you have a leak somewhere. Regardless, you have a pressure issue. I see it all the time where people, uh, will say, well, you know, uh, and, and a lot of tuners will run uh, IPR duty cycle up, let it, let it run all the way to, you know, 65 or 75 or 80%. If your truck is nowhere near maintaining pressure at the load you want to be at, 
and you're at, uh, you're at 45% duty cycle, 40, 45% duty cycle, no more duty cycle is going to bring that, bring that pressure up from 2,200 to 3,000. It won't do it. Somewhere in the neighborhood of like 50%, 55% duty cycle, the IPR is fully closed and all, all oil, like everything the pump can produce is being sent to the, to the oil rails. Taking duty cycle any further than that is not going to do uh, any good. I don't care what your tuner does it, like let's duty cycle run to. It's not changing anything. All right, back to the build. So what we want to look for is with this setup, with just tuning, we can figure out, is this going to be enough power? Um, first off, is the truck performing the way it should? Do I have major, you know, boost leaks or up pipe leaks? Um, and, uh, for that, you would want to pressurize the charger system through the compressor housing on the turbo, um, and, you know, visually look for like soot coming from your up pipes. So an okay way to do that, especially if you have an automatic is throw the truck in a pot tune, uh, you know, put your, <laughs> this is a, this is a, this is a terrible advice. Don't listen to this. But what you could do is you could put the truck in a hot tune, um, put it in drive and then open up the hood, you know, leave the hood open and, uh, and then just like roll into the pedal for a second and see if there's any soot that comes out on your up pipes. Uh, so from between the manifold and the turbo, the exhaust manifolds and the turbo, uh, basically make sure that there's nothing functionally wrong there. Make sure that the truck is able to maintain ICP. If it's not, if you're significantly less than 2,800 to 3000 PSI, a wide open throttle on the hottest tune you want to run, replace the high pressure oil pump. You're going to need it. Not going to do any good to put bigger injectors in it if your pump can't keep up. Now, we've addressed those. We've addressed the high-pressure oil pump. We know it's maintaining pressure as good as it can. If you upgrade the pump and it still doesn't maintain pressure and you're at 2,700 or 2,600 PSI, that's fine. It's probably the injectors that are a problem at that point. Um, And we know we probably want to replace them. That's probably why you contacted us. But now we know the truck should be making somewhere around, you know, 270 to 300 horsepower in a race tune. Is that enough power? We just made a hundred horsepower more than stock, nearly a hundred horsepower more than stock. Is that enough power? If not, how much more should, do you want to gain that again? Do you want to gain what you got from going stock to a tune truck that we now know is fairly healthy? Cool. Easy enough. If we want to gain that same power again, we'll go to a stage one and a half injector and a, like a KC stage one turbo, a couple fuel system mods. That's another conversation. Are you happy with that power, but you have EGT issues? Like you can't tow in your hundred horsepower tune because it gets too hot, but you like the power. It seems like enough power. We can address that with a turbo and be on your way. And so there's like, like if you want to do things in steps and I do recommend doing them in steps, then, then the first step should be uh, the, the tuning and monitoring. Now, when it comes to monitors, there's kind of two ways to go. You, if you want a diagnostic tool, something that's going to be very useful for diagnostics, then you will want to get, um, I don't care what you get for in the truck, but you want to get something like auto ingenuity. Um, it's, a, it's a really great tool 
for um, running diagnostic text, tests, uh, running data logs, seeing all the data from your OBD2 port. Um, and it's not too expensive. The downside is it requires a laptop. So it's not something you're just going to like use every day. You're not just going to leave it in the truck and use it all the time. Especially at the rate these trucks get stolen, I would not recommend leaving anything like that in the truck. Hang on one second. My phone is blowing up. I'm going to mute it real quick. Sorry about that. So, the next, the other option um, for monitoring, if you want to just keep it really simple and you don't care to do like a lot of diagnostic, just have good data available, is to use um, an Edge uh, CTS3. Now, this is 2021 if you're listening to this in a couple of years. Maybe there'll be an Edge CTS4. I don't know. But Edge's Insight devices are really handy. You plug it into the OBD2 port, you leave it in the truck, and it will monitor all the PIDs that are necessary from your OBD2 port. You can't run any tests with it, but you can data log. You can read and clear codes. You can watch uh, you know, oil temp. You can see RPM. If you have an automatic, you can see what gear it's in, if the converter is locked or not. Um, you can see uh, injection control pressure, IPR duty cycle, um, transmission temperature if it's an automatic, uh, if it's a manual, you can see coolant temp. Uh, they're, they're really handy for just leaving in the truck and using for day-to-day stuff. They're really awesome. And I'd probably recommend going that route for most people. Um, if you're, if you're like I said, if you're the, like, I want, like, reliable gauges for monitoring uh, EGTs uh, and uh, trans temp or whatever, um, and you want to have a good diagnostic tool, then I would probably get mechanical gauges. So Autometer or uh, ISPRO gauges, ISS Pro. Uh, both of those are great brands. Don't buy don't buy cheap junk. And then then get Auto Ingenuity um, or you know learn to use Forescan or something like that. Get a diagnostic tool uh, to complement your gauges that stay in the truck. That's a personal preference. You just kind of have to figure out what it is that you want and, um, you know, shop around and see what actually makes the most sense for you, but definitely get gauges. Now, the most important gauges are, um, if you go with an edge insight, um, one valuable, very valuable gauge that everyone that wants to make more power than stock should have is a parameter. So the ability to read exhaust temperatures, you can add the parameter or the EGT probe to the CTS three. So your edge insight device um that's that's going to be available as an add-on and if you're going to get mechanical gauges then what gauges should you get well definitely a parameter Uh, if it's an automatic definitely transmission temperature now i see most people want to know what boost is the truth is there's no need to know what boost is for almost anyone like the only like, like we're talking about a reasonable builds here. We're not talking about like your race trucks. The only reason that it would be any use to know what boost is in these trucks, like this is the truth. The only reason that it'd be useful to know what boost is, is like if you did know what boost was and the truck seemed to be making less than it used to in the same scenarios, that could indicate you have a boost leak. Other than that, there's very little need to know. So, uh, certainly doesn't hurt to have it, but it's not that useful. Uh, boost, uh, like, and this is, this is a whole other big discussion, but boost means very little to how much power it means. Actually, it actually means nothing without more data to how much power or cylinder, pre- how much power the truck makes or how much cylinder pressure it has. 
it's very useless. So, um, out, so all this to say, if you're starting with a stock truck, start with tuning gauges or monitoring and go from there. And I, and I would say too, like, this is another thing that I think gets overlooked a lot is like, make sure the truck doesn't have other problems. Like, don't be looking to make a bunch of power when like you need to replace your, your, you know, your unit bearings, like your hubs, like maybe don't be looking to make a bunch of power if the truck needs brakes or it needs like, you know, uh, new springs. Like if you need new, uh, tie rods, like fix, like really address the mechanical issues, you know, are a problem first. Uh, but when it does come to making power, start with tuning, start with monitoring and, uh, and get familiar with the truck because it's, it, it's, it's too easy. And we talked about this a couple episodes ago. It's too easy almost to be able to just make really bad decisions that will really negatively affect the way that the truck performs for you. And so kind of another thing of going through these steps, like not just dumping a bunch of time and money into the truck, uh, and then dealing with the consequences of it, uh, going through these steps, you get to learn a lot about the truck too. And we're happy to answer questions. So like if you want to go through this build process and you're, you're in, you're through this, this first step, uh, and you have questions about like what data to look for, I'm, ha- I'm happy to answer those questions. Uh, maybe someday we can find ways to try to break down some more of this stuff. A lot of it's hard to answer when it's not a specific question, um, with specific data. Uh, but maybe we can work on that some more. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, this was episode eight of the daily diesel show. Uh, we will see you guys again on Monday.